Okay, it's been out for two weeks. If you haven't watched it yet, it's all your fault. Because we watched it. We watched the whole damn thing. Luke Cage dropped two weeks ago. We watched it. Time to review this some bitch. On a very special review. Review! Sweet Christmas. <laughs> Welcome to the Review Review, a show where two small town dudes give your big dumb opinions. I'm Chord of the Max Extreme. JT3K. Great. <laughs> We've got an excellent show for you. You, in fact, said right up top of the show, doing Luke Cage. Yeah. It's been out. No reason you haven't seen it yet. Come on. I mean, what are, you, what are you doing? You're doing nothing. Sitting on your lazy ass, probably watching Divine Secrets of the Traveling Pants. <laughs> Not only that, but New York Comic Con was this last weekend. Oh, my God. And news be a spewing. <laughs> Nobody does news quite like the Big Apple. <laughs> That's right. So we got a little bit of news coming out of there as well. We got an action-packed show. <laughs> but before we get there, JT, I got some interesting news for you. Okay. So every single show, we have a few drinks. Yeah. It's 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 common knowledge. It is. It's just us sitting down. You could almost tell by the quality of the show as it goes on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's true. And sometimes we get a special show, we throw out some special brew out there. Oh, yeah. It used to be a common staple of the show. Every single That's true. show we'd In have the a different... Yeah, yeah. And, and we'd rate them. That got hard to do mm-hmm. <laughs> after a while. Anyway, InBev, have you heard of them? Is it... No. They are the distributor for Anheuser-Busch. Okay. So they own, like, a lot of beers in america and own some even like worldwide okay. i think it's like 45 percent of all beer sold in america is owned by inbev so they're the man they are the man okay and to be the man you gotta beat the man okay. rick flair says but yeah. that's impossible at this case yeah because inbev just bought out its competitor in america called Sab Miller, who distributes Miller Coors products okay. for the third highest buyout in recent history All right. at $103 billion. Holy shit. Bought the other distributor. So now they own, uh, it's got to be, fuck, like 75% <laughs> of all beer sold in America and like 40% of all beer sold. It's a practically a monopoly. Jesus. And the next highest distributor is I think somewhere in Japan in the Asia, in like the uh in Asia where they sell like uh Star Beer or something like that. Oh, and yeah. Heineken's also a big one as well. Yeah. But like that just happened 2 days ago. And beer is already $100 a can. <laughs> yeah. And it's it it's kind of scary because they should have laws in place for this stuff to happen. 
because things can't be a monopoly. Yeah. So it's it's really it's really weird. But anyway, I just found it interesting that it was like the third highest buyout in like ever. I think I think you should hold your babies a little tighter tonight, everybody. You sure really should. You want to? Know, I have the number one and two other ones written down, but it's not really interesting. I don't really give a shit. That's great. <laughs> but yeah, it's. It's interesting out there because if you've seen a recent like Budweiser commercials, yeah. they're kind of shitting on like craft brews. Yeah, and they buy out craft breweries oh, <laughs> to yeah. sell them, so it's fucking weird. Hey, there's interesting documentaries out there on uh, Netflix about like beer distributing and stuff like that, and it's, and just watching that and hearing this, it's like, oh shit, it's shit's getting pretty, real, dude. Pretty big. Pretty big news in the beverage industry. Shit's getting real, dude. But let's get into some real stuff, JT. Lay it on me. Let's get some real stuff. I've got a lot of Supergirl news this, this Holy week. Holy fuck. <laughs> I don't know why, but I was writing them all down, and I'm like, what the fuck am I doing here? This blonde bimbo <laughs> moves into your life. Um, Supergirls, the new season dropped. Uh, this Monday, on the yeah. CW, it's got a new home. Past Monday, this past Monday, okay, two days ago, yeah, on the CW, gotcha. And it was the highest ratings for a Monday CW has had in the last eight years. Jesus, like looking at the numbers, it's not really spectacular <laughs> because the Flash finale of season one got three times as many viewers. Okay. So it's like double edge. But I guess having it go to CW is not bad. Like well, if you can have the highest ratings you have in the last decade, that's pretty good. For a Monday night, I'd say so. Pretty good. Pretty I'd say so. Pretty good. Didn't get the numbers, didn't care. They're high. Okay. There you are. They got high numbers. High numbers. The last uh, highest numbers were Gilmore Girls, if you want to know. Or Gossip Girl or some ass shit. Some ass shit like that. <laughs> That's the that was the highest some ass shit. <laughs> also, uh Greg Berlanti coming out and saying that now that the Supergirl is gonna be on the CW, yeah, it will not be in the same universe as the Flareoverse. What the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> the Flareoverse, Joel. Your favorite thing on television right now. Flash and okay. Arrow. Oh, all right. And Legends all merged in the Flareoverse. Cool. God, Joel. <laughs> you care so much. I don't... Look. You got your thing. <laughs> That's fine. Uh... But they will be crossing over. The Flash and Air, or the Flash and uh, Supergirl are having their musical episode this season. Gotcha. Which I'm looking forward to. All right. It's going to be fun time. I can't wait. I bet. And <laughs> all four ep- our four shows are going to be crossing over for a big mega episode as well. Gotcha. Should be a good time. Should be a good time, JT. Holy shit. I'm Holy... on the edge of the seat. Edge of... You're the seat. <laughs> On Supergirl, this character, Jimmy Olsen. Only call him Jimmy if you're a mom or the big guy, he says. The other people call him James. Mr. Okay. Olsen if you're nasty. 
right. Well, he's be taking on a lesser-known character, lesser-known vigilante. Uh-oh. Called the Guardian. JT. <sighs> I know you have... Like the newspaper? No. <laughs> he works for a newspaper, yes. Called the Guardian? No. Okay. <laughs> I know you're a huge Jimmy Olsen fan. James Olsen, some yeah. people say. But you're so good you get to call him Jimmy. You're, you're tight. <laughs> yeah, he's you're in my tight. phone. He's in my phone like uh, you have, uh, what's his name? Kevin. You have the Feegs in there. <laughs> Kevin and Paul. Yep. Right. Yeah. Yep. I got Kevin news later oh, on. Oh, God. So I'll let you know. Talking about it personally? I can't go into it right now. I'm on Jimmy Olsen news. Gotcha. So what do you think about uh, Jimmy Olsen getting uh, this this new vigil? Does everybody in the show have to be a vigilante? I don't know. It's like True Blood. You just got everyone's got to have a thing. Uh, I never watched True Blood. Well, well I, I never watched this. So <laughs> <laughs> touche, JT. Touche. <laughs> <laughs> uh linda carter yeah people may know her as wonder woman from the 70s oh yeah iconic role ironically she is not going to be in wonder woman the remake as like a oh, god a reprisal or like a nod to yeah but jt she will be in supergirl <laughs> oh, my god. as none other then POTUS herself, the president of the United States. Oh, God. That's right. That's how progressive Supergirl is, JT. Everyone, every every authority figure is a woman. Except for Martian Manhunter that runs the DOA. Oh, okay. There well, you, you know. But, I mean, he could change his shape to a woman. Even, even, That's his power. Even worlds that are ran by women have to have some diversity. That's true. That's true. You nailed it, JT. Well, just just wait until they fire Martian Manhunter because he talked about grabbing someone by the pussy. (laughs) Oh, that Martian Manhunter. So handsy. I know. Come on. (laughs) That should be it on Supergirl News, JT. Just letting you know. I can find more. Please. No, I'm not. You're not sincere. (laughs) Fuck you, JT. Uh, Kevin. Told you I talked yep. to him earlier. Big Kev, as Big you like Ke- to call Big him. Big Kev. Uh, Blade came up at NYCC. Oh, yeah. What are you doing with Blade, Kevin? The fuck, Kev? Well, Kevin told me. He's all like, right. listen. Listen, fuck all these dumb geeks. There's. That... He's not. He's, it'd be, would it be cool to see him in an underworld movie just taking care of business, TCB? Yeah, of course it would. Just coming take, in, just clearing house, and then it turns into Blade movies. Look out, Selena! I got this sucker. <laughs> I got these stupid suckheads. <laughs> stupid suckheads. <laughs> but that's not happening. In fact, there is no nothing imminent happening with Blade at the current point in time. But that doesn't mean that he couldn't pop up in. Something on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Now that we have Ghost Rider on Agents oh, of S.H.I.E.L.D. Shit. Have a little cameo of like, now there's supernatural shit happening there. Why can't Vampire show up and have this kind of underworld, not underworld movie, <laughs> but like vampiric, you know, underbelly of society and Blade's just TCB. Oh, he's just 
running out. Why can't it happen? Why can't it happen in like the, a Marvel or a Netflix show? They've got the hand. Yeah. Seedy right. underbelly. <laughs> Tell me some of those hands couldn't be vampires. <laughs> uh-uh. So many underbellies in this in these worlds. Now, when he says nothing imminent, that doesn't mean not happening at all. Big Kevin and I had a real big discussion on it. Okay. Then I think his phone went out of service, and I kind of lost it. But that's what okay. I got okay. for Blade News from Big Kev. Big K. It was locker room talk, right? Locker room talk. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's right. JT, going into Netflix stuff. Top of the hour, talking about Luke Cage. Yep. Yep. First entry into the Marvel Netflix stuff, Daredevil. Boom. That's dropping on Blu-ray and DVD next month. Season one. Season one. Right. Yeah. Uh, people are wondering why. Where is where has it been already? Come on. It's done. Get it. It's get been it, done. <laughs> get it out on disc so people like my parents can see it. <laughs> Go buy it for him for Christmas. <laughs> I think it's coming out like November seventh or somewhere around there. But uh, the reason why it hasn't come out is because they struck a deal with Marvel, saying like we have exclusive rights to it for like eighteen months. You do whatever the fuck we want to it. Yeah, so that's why you didn't see it anywhere for eighteen months. So I'm assuming all the other properties, Jessica Jones, season two of Daredevil. Luke Cage, all this stuff is going to be dropping a year and a half after it's been on Netflix. It's going to waterfall. Right. It's just going to be trickling down. Mm. Add them to your collection, JT. Yeah. If you're still doing the DVD buying thing. I'm not. I rarely buy DVDs anymore. (laughs) Barely. I think I bought like maybe five DVDs this whole year. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I do all mine on uh, Black Friday. That's true. That's where I get, where I can. I just go through and like, yeah, it'd be nice to have this. You're a very huge advocate of BF. Yeah. I like to have a good BF. <laughs> you like to get out early on BF and just BF it up. Just shovel in so much stuff and have a nice BF. That's right. Uh, Blade Runner. Everyone is anticipating yeah. its sequel. <sighs> Can't wait. That highly, that hot movie that, that came one, out. Didn't you say you hated it? I never finished it. I couldn't <laughs> get into it at all. But the new movie has a sequel, or has a sequel and a title. Okay. Do you know what that title is, JT? No. It's Blade Runner 2049. Oh, shit. That's the title. I think Ryan Gosling's in it, too. Oh, man. The Goss Man? That's right. The Goss Man. Ghosts and Goslings. <laughs> That's right. So check that out, Blade Runner 2049. If you like the first one or that's thousand director's cuts that it has. (laughs) Who knows? Who knows how was Decker to Replicant? I don't know. What does that fucking unicorn mean? Who cares? (laughs) (laughs) So many questions. (laughs) So many questions. No answers. No answers. Well, this was a source, JT, from the Weekly Planet, a popular podcast that I listen to myself. Oh, I thought you meant the paper that uh, Jimmy Olsen works for. No. That and The Guardian. No, JT. (laughs) No. Bad, JT. No. Man. Sorry. 
Weekly Planet podcast. Got I did a- pee in the carpet, though. Just <laughs> no! Well, I'm going to rub your nose in it, JT. No, stop! <laughs> uh, they had a source write in from somebody who does work for the DC uh, EU movies. What did that motherfucker guy say? He was saying that uh, as he was on set, he got to meet a lot of the actors who are on these main roles. Yeah. And he was saying a lot of them were just super nice guys, except for the one you would think would be the nicest. The Flash, I care apparently, is a huge dick <laughs> on set. And like I guess Ezra Miller is just like an unlikable fucking person. But everybody else, like Henry Cavill, Ben Affleck, uh fucking Aquaman, Gal Gadot, Gal Gadot, Gadot. <laughs> just marvelous people to be around. Yeah. Ezra Miller, not so much. Also heard that uh, Aquaman showed up drunk on set one day, so they had to cancel filming <laughs> for that day. Uh, so good. And also, he was saying that that's the second source we've heard that the Wonder Woman movie is kind of a mess. Uh-oh. I know. So look out. That first... I can't wait. That first time could have been shoved off as some... Yeah, just like the ramblings blogger. of a very yeah, the ramblings of an angry, fired person. Right, but this is somebody who still works for him. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, shit! Like it's their next one coming out too, so it's just gonna just chip away more at people's expectations. Oh my god! But Justice League isn't far behind it, and from everything I heard, it's super fun still. So. I don't know. We'll see. There was like I saw like some clip online of like it was like an outtake where like uh uh like um Momoa is like doing some weird thing where he's like fucking like twirling like a trident and then he like loses his grip. <laughs> so he grabs Wonder Woman's sword and starts running towards the camera. <laughs> I think I saw that too, yeah. See, they're having fun on set. They're having fun. And maybe that one is that one of the days he was like maybe buzzed on yeah, set. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? We don't know. Get out of here, fly, you bitch. <laughs> yeah, fly agreed. Joel, I got bad news. God damn it. Fuck! <laughs> when we did our test pilot episode, yeah. there was one that we just did not like. This is us? Lethal Weapon. Yeah. Well, Fox just gave it a full season. All right, well, just wait for it to... Burnout from its season. <laughs> there you go. You know, I'm glad the guy who plays Riggs is getting work. Good, yeah. We agreed on that. Save your money, dude. Put it in a bank. Save your money. Put it in an IRA or something. That's smart. I wonder if Murtaugh got that blowjob yet. Time will tell. <laughs> Might, maybe I'll read some spoilers to even make sure. <laughs> we should just tune into the last episode so yeah. he finally gets it. The last episode is just fucking <laughs> Damon Wayans leaning back going... Ah! <laughs> For 45 minutes? Yeah. That's the whole... Ah, ah. Guys, it was all building up to this epic enormous release. epic blowjob <laughs> scene. Uh, hopeful news, JT. But it starts with a little creepy news. <laughs> okay. It... Just follow my roller coaster take, of emotion. Yeah, take me on a roller coaster, right? I now. will. 
So lately, there's been a lot of reports of clowns being out, being out terrifying children, luring them into woods and all that kind of shit. I don't think they're doing that. Listen, they're I've heard stories. Them into- luring them into the woods, chasing them into the woods. Okay. Maybe they were doing less luring, more chasing. <laughs> I don't think they- Maybe some stabbings. No, if they're sta- okay, Listen, fine. Listen, clowns are running amok. All right, fine. Let's put that down as a base. All right. Bedrock, clowns are running amok. I think you're just feeding into this clown propaganda. Well, now listen up. Listen here. <laughs> that in the UK, it's being actually more, uh, I guess, widely spread um, more often than it is here in America. Oh, shit. Because we heard stories about uh, Northamptonshire, or what people thought Alan Moore was being the creepy clown and oh, like yeah. peeping into people's windows and shit. Well, that's been happening more in the UK than it has more often than it has in America here. That's only been recently. Them damn butts. The UK have taken uh, care of this problem by, at least in one town, by putting somebody on the streets. And that person is none other than Batman himself. Oh, no. Somebody is dressing up as Batman, (laughs) taking care of the the clowns on the street to give kids hope again. Oh, fuck. And this is true. (laughs) And it's in the town of Whitehaven and Cumbria. So. Better than any gadgets, though. I don't know. There's that guy that just got in the Guinness Book of Records for like 32 gadgets in a real Batman suit. So he stole that suit. One included a flamethrower <laughs> was one of his gadgets. Oh, man, I don't even think Batman had a flamethrower. Never know. He wouldn't have any need for one. Who's he going to flame? You ever seen Batman Returns where that clown is like blowing fire at the Batmobile and he just like he has that gadget in his Batmobile where he just like got this pedestal. Like, lifts his Batmobile up, spins him around, and then he launches his jet engine at him and <laughs> turns that clown to flame. Oh, shit. He killed so many people. Yeah, he did. Especially in Batman Returns. He Holy kills, fuck. like, Penguin's whole army. He didn't give a shit. Like, when he straps the bomb to that fat dude and punches him down the sewer, and then you see, like, <laughs> guts fly out of it. <laughs> God. Oh, God. Batman, you're out there to save us. Yeah. And blow clowns up. Yeah, yeah he, he just fucking hates clowns. <laughs> uh, JT, have you seen these funny, like, uh, mashups out there of uh, Marvel properties? There was, like, an Avengers Full House one. And more recently, a Luke Cage Family Matters mashup. I wanted to see the Family Matters Luke Cage one. It is... Awesome. Oh, I have probably both are shit. Both are awesome. The Luke Cage one especially, though. <laughs> it's so good. It uh, is so good. Fuck. Do yourself a favor. Look them up. They're trending on YouTube right now. Okay. Do it! <laughs> Not now. We're doing a show, JT. I'm so full of... <laughs> uh, Big news, JT. Lay it on me, son. This last week end, week's end in NYCC. Okay. For the first time ever, the Defenders came on stage. All four of them shared one stage. You got to see them there. Raucous applause. Raucous. (laughs) 
And not only oh, did they have them slower. together, say it slower, say it slower. Uh, but they were also <laughs> introduced to the Defenders Big Bad. And that actor is named Sigourney Weaver. Oh, God. Sigourney Flippin' Weaver. Ripley. Ripley herself. Get away from her, you bitch! <laughs> is going to be the main villainess oh, in the Defenders. Good job, Netflix and Marvel. Pulling down some real power players there here. There you go. My God. I I was super excited to hear that. Oh, yeah. I love Sigourney Weaver. Oh, yeah. She's fucking the bee's knees. She's the duck's nuts, JT. Oh, shit. Cat's yeah. pajamas, even. Should have led with cat's pajamas Jesus. and then went up to duck's nuts. Felt like it went down a little bit from there. No, they're they're both equally as important. Yes. <laughs> Cats need to sleep. Ducks need right. to fuck. That's right. Ducks need to fuck. And cats always taking cat naps. You can't have any pajamas. Yeah. Then you can't take naps. I'm pretty sure cats nap as much as ducks fuck. It's just science. So they're equally as important. <laughs> That's Cat true. pajamas and duck's nuts are just as important. That's right. And don't, well, don't leave out bee's knees. Well, yeah. Well, of course. They're always bending down to get honey and shit. Right. They got to get that nectar out of that stamen or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Bee's knees, duck's nuts, cat's pajamas, even playing field. <laughs> That's right. None is better than the other. No. And all... Are as good as Sigourney Weaver. It'd be a really boring game of rock paper scissors <laughs> if you use those three things. It'd just be, it'd be it'd, go on it. It'd be a tie. It'd always be a tie. It wouldn't be worth playing. No, nope. I'm gonna tell you right that nope. right that right now. Yeah. Last bit of news, JT, that I have. Okay. Coming out of NYCC once again. Okay. Captain Marvel. Oof. Brie Larson. That's right, Brie Larson, first female big screen Marvel hero out there right now. Yeah. Getting her own solo flick. Good. It will be an origin story. Okay. I feel like it's necessary. Yeah. Because nobody knows who it is outside of, like, comic book readers. Exactly. Also, it's said, maybe Big Kev told me this, don't know. (laughs) Oh, Big Kev. (laughs) Don't be telling this guy anything. (laughs) Spoiling, spoiling in so much of this uh, that it will be Marvel's most powerful hero. Oh shit! So check that out. It's essentially going to be Marvel Superman. Oh fuck! I know. I know. She might not be magic like Doctor Strange, or have like the power of Thor the Hulk. She's going to be stronger than Thor the Hulk. I'll tell you that right now. More, she packs a punch, baby. <laughs> That's right. Check it out. I'm scared. She, she comes to the big screen pretty soon. I can't remember. Like, like to meet the poor sap that ties that chick down. You know what I'm saying? Try, try, try to tie it down. Yeah. I'll tell you that right now. As an independent woman. That's right. ID dependent. <laughs> In I I fucked it up hard. Yeah. You, you, do you know how to spell independent? Nope. I-D pendant. Wow. (laughs) I-E. Improvised explosive device pendant? Yep. That's it. That's all my news, JT. All right. So come at me, bruh, with more news. More news? Okay. Well, Ewan McGregor came out. Oh, my. On an interview. 
said he'd be willing to do two Obi-Wan Kenobi movies. Really? Yeah. Not one but two? Yeah. He said he would do two. Oh, boy. He's at, the, he's at the perfect age. He's like 45. And I think... Um, don't what's his what name? The actor's name is I don't. Alec Guinness. Oh Alec yeah. Guinness. Okay. He was sixty when I think when he was uh, Obi Wan in the. Okay. So it'd be about the right. All right. Be about the right age. If of they're like, leading up to a new hope. Yeah. Like yeah. do like some like adventures on Tatooine with crazy old Obi Wan. Crazy old Obi Wan. Yep. Oh, old, old Ben. <laughs> Cutting people's arms off. Yep. <laughs> Chasing off them sand people. Uh, you know what? I also heard that uh, uh, Carrie Fisher is going to be in episode eight. That kind of spilled out of NYCC. Oh, well, I kind of figured she would be. It wasn't confirmed yet, but right. it leaked that she was. So now everybody knows. Good. <laughs> well, I, I don't know. I just kind of figured she would. She was pretty prominent in seven. Well, right. Right. I just. Well, there's going to be like. Oh, she's on vacation. Right. I mean, maybe maybe she put in some PTO. Who knows? <laughs> where's the, where's where's General Leia? Oh, she's uh, you know, she's on her period or something. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> oh my! Look, look, the the guy, J.J. <laughs> Abrams got kind of lazy with it. Oh or no, he's not even involved. Nope. So they got yeah. So uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> great um kelsey Grammer. speaking of uh people that want to reprise their roles oh kelsey Grammer talking about maybe wanting to come back as frazier oh <laughs> his, he was a frazier for like 20 years <laughs> yeah he's gonna watch to play beast yeah in frazier yeah so it'd be like a clumps kind of thing where he plays all the characters <laughs> yes <laughs> then they have this long scene where the beast just farts at the dinner table, <laughs> picking shit out of his blue dingleberries. <laughs> yep, yep. Oh my boy, <laughs> my big blue boy, as Frazier would put it. Right, that's how he talks. Right. Niles is there, obviously. He's yeah. not going to be Kelsey Grammer. He's going to be David Hyde no, Pierce. No, he's, he's played by Kelsey Grammer, oh, too. Oh, really? He's going to be in yeah. David Hyde Pierce makeup. David Hyde Pierce is way too big for this. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. Good. He's got to play every role. So what do you... I thought... What are they going to do? Because, like, they have two beasts now. And for where they're going, they yeah. have to go the young route until he miraculously gets really old and is Kelsey Grammer. <laughs> they just get ridiculously old <laughs> like right Kelsey. away yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 10 years have gone by like oh i'm kelsey Grammer. <laughs> no i think it's just him just trying to get work oh that's true that's what it sounds like he's not getting any more cheers residuals or fraser residuals <sighs> he's probably this is a greedy son of a bitch oh boy whatever man kevin smith Oh, I know him. Got some Kevin Smith news. Ooh. Covered one of his movies on here once. That's right. Tusk. Check it out Trying if you wish. to forget that, actually. But, um, <laughs> Kevin Smith came out and said that he is prepping a series pitch for Mallrats. I heard about this. He's pitching it to Showtime, Netflix, Hulu, and Amazon. Ooh. Oh, boy. He's been trying to get that fucking Mallrats 
off the gr- like sequel off the ground forever. Yeah. I guess it was uh at one point he had like even like a location picked out to shoot and everything. It was a mall that was going to get demolished eventually. Oh shit. And like just paved over and rebuilt or whatever. Yeah. And so they were just going to do whatever they wanted in it and like bust down shit and break shit whatever they want. That'd be pretty badass actually. Yeah. But uh I guess that never happened because the rights were never picked up by a movie studio. So he's just like, well, maybe I'll take it over to Netflix or whatever. See if somebody will do anything. But I don't think anybody wants it. I don't know how. Maybe the script just is ass. Net, like It could be ass. <laughs> Mallrats wasn't like the hugest movie ever. No. Like, I. Anytime I ask people about Mallrats, they're always like, oh, yeah, it was fucking badass. No, it wasn't. But yeah. I'm, like, I saw. <laughs> remember, like. Like, uh, I remember seeing it for the first time, and I'm like, yeah, it wasn't bad. And then, like, a bunch of people, like, overhyping it to me. And then I watched it again. And then, like, I think it was, like, a mixture of, like, kind of knowing what to expect plus everyone's overhype of it where I was like, man, this kind of sucks. Yeah, I don't – I've only <laughs> ever seen it once, and I think I was, like, on a Kevin Smith kick. Yeah. I, I saw Clerks for the first time. Yeah. And it might actually when, like, Clerks 2 came out. I just watch a bunch of Kevin Smith movies. Yeah. And then I and, and I watch Mallrats and I saw it and I'm like, eh. Right. Like that was the height <laughs> of my excitement for it. Yeah. I was like the I was like the exact same way with Jay and Silent Bob straight back. I remember like watching it and I was like, Oh yeah, this is this isn't bad. I kinda like it. And then I saw it like years later, I'm like, Oh fuck. This is really bad. <laughs> This is awful. I don't remember anything of that movie except that Mark Hamill played Cockknocker. <laughs> yeah. Poor Mark Hamill. Oh, my God. <laughs> Back when he needed work like that. Yeah. But he probably didn't. He was probably doing Batman the Animated Series at that point. Yeah, but you want to put yourself out there. I suppose. But you probably got paid more for it, too. Than... Yeah. It was a movie. It was a Kevin Smith movie, though. Yeah, but that was more Jane Silent Bob Strike Back was more of like a like a big production. Block, yeah, like more of a blockbuster type. Hmm. Blockbuster. Get out of here, blockbuster. Well, they got like a fucking they had like a pretty big cast for it. Yeah, they did. That cast was enormous. Like the ca- like cameo's out the ass. <laughs> I don't know. I think the like thinking about it, I think the only real Kevin Smith movie that I like hands down, I really like is Chasing Amy, and that's one I've never seen all the way through. Oh man, Chasing Amy is just really good. I like Clerks two a lot. Yeah, I haven't watched Clerks two in a while, but I don't know. Chasing Amy is really good. Okay, I'll take your. I'll believe you. I've started it. It's like the one where uh, Jason Lee is like an artist, right? No, it was like Ben Affleck. Like Ben Affleck is a. He's like dating like this girl who's uh used to be a lesbian and then he goes into it being like, Oh yeah, this is gonna be really cool and then like as he goes into it he was like, Yeah, this wasn't really what I expected it to be. <laughs> mm. What am I thinking of? Is that the same movie though? Jason Lee's an artist. That might actually be Mall Rats. No. I don't remember. I just remember the beginning of it, like Jason Lee is talking to his inker and some guy's arguing that he's just a tracer. And then he said he was going to trace his 
outline across his dead fucking body or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> that might be because I know Jason Lee's in it. Because Jason Lee plays the same character in like all of Kevin Smith's movies. Mm. Hmm. But I don't like it. It's mainly Ben Affleck is the main character, and he's like the one who's like dating. Uh, God, what's her name? She's like the chick that Adam Sandler's with in Big Daddy. I don't, I don't know. know. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> I don't no know. idea. But yeah. Chasing Amy, check it out. If you want an actually actual good Kevin Smith movie. <laughs> uh Troy, you're talking about NYCC. That's right. Some other news out of NYCC. Oh. Confirmed that in season two of Stranger Things, mm-hmm. Barb will be addressed. They will oh. address what happened to Barb. She was eaten? <laughs> Time will tell. I don't know. It's not confirmed yet. Time will tell if she was eaten by the. She will be given her. She'll be given her 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 due. What was the monster called in that? In Stranger Things, I don't know. The I just call it the Flower Face. Yeah, that's. (laughs) They said it was like the Gorgamel or something, but that's just the guy from the Smurfs, I think. (laughs) No, it was from uh, because they were playing Dungeons and Dragons. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Who knows? And they they called the yeah, it was like the Gargar. I don't know, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> the Gorgonites. Was one Gorgonites. <laughs> Gorgonites. Some scum. S- small soldiers. That movie holds up. I swear to it. Really? I just watched it like two years ago, and I really? still liked it a lot. I thought it was gonna be shit. I was like, I'm into this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. I still like this movie. Uh, Archer. <laughs> Both me and Dinosaur Knee were like, "You want to? We should laugh." So we put in small soldiers, and then we were just engrossed in the movie. I was like, <laughs> "Damn it! What? You live and you learn, JT." I know they like built. I remember like they built them up like they're like this huge threat, and it's like they just they do more things that are just like, "Ow!" <laughs> <laughs> Except for like the ones that have like shooting nails at you and like flamethrowers but the one that just shoots like a net at you yeah come on i don't know like a lot of things they do it's like they treat like oh my god they're coming and then it's like stapler (laughs) ow (laughs) (laughs) that's true we should watch small soldiers again just saying okay i'm down i'll watch small soldiers again troy hbl home box office picking up a childhood favorite of mine Oh, actually, they're going to feature all 96 original episodes what? of Fraggle Rock. What? Yeah. I've never seen an episode of Fraggle Rock. Oh, my God. Really? That good? I liked a uh, dude. I like I think I like Fraggle Rock more than Sesame Street when I was a kid. Get out of here. Get out, dude. Fraggle Rock <laughs> was the fucking shit. I love Fraggle all Rock. Right. All right. I believe you. Doesn't HBO have the rights to Sesame Street right now anyway? Yeah, they about that too. Okay. I think they're actually making new episodes on it too. Ooh. As we speak right now? Yeah. Like Elmo's getting pushed to overtime. Oh god. Yeah. Got to pay him time and a half. I don't I don't think I think he's technically still a kid, so it's like 
Well, he can't work overtime. Yeah. He's got to go home and... He's vegetables. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He's weird red-haired vegetables. Get his eight hours in. (laughs) Yeah. He's got a grown boy. That's right. Grown boy. He's only been four for 50 years. (laughs) However long. Yep. Whoever long Sesame Street's been on the air and however old Elmo is. Oh, well... You know, Simpsons, like, Bart's been, like, what, like, eight years old for, like, 20 years. That's true. These kids these days don't know how to grow up. Nope. They're stunted <laughs> by today's media. Exactly. Goddamn Obama. <laughs> uh, Troy, did you see they put out a picture of, uh... Charles Xavier from the new Logan movie. I saw that. I was trying to. Well, go on. Well, uh, well, I was, I was just bringing that up. I saw the picture. Yes. Okay. I was going to show you if you didn't see it, but yeah, he. It looks very disturbing. It looks haggard. Yeah. Like if I would have saw that, and they're like, "Hey, here's what Patrick Stewart looks like now." I'm like, "Oh God, is he die? Is he going to die? <laughs> is this his death mask? Yeah. Is he on his deathbed? But a weird thing in that he's got hair in it. Did you notice? Yeah, well, he is. It's in like a post-apocalyptic world. So that means he's got hair? (laughs) Well, I don't know. Maybe it's coming back. Maybe he's losing his powers and that's what... I don't know. I don't know, JT. I was trying to find out... I was trying to find the reason why he has hair and I I didn't look very hard. (laughs) But who knows? I thought it all... I thought it fell out from stress. And all the massive, awesome mental power that he has. <laughs> it's awesome! Oh, <laughs> uh, favorite line. <laughs> oh, shit. That and Scumbag Gambit. <laughs> Scumbag Gambit. Everybody can relax. Gambit has, has returned. Ra- has returned. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Oh, it's terrible. Another thing, Troy, Evangeline Lilly. Oh, my. Confirming. God. That the... Oh, fuck. Why didn't I write the name down? The Wasp. Yeah. The Wasp will be in Avengers 4. What? Not 3, but 4. Oh, I see where they're going with this. Yeah. Need a little time to train. Yeah. I suppose. And uh, the Ant-Man and the Wasp will be a Wasp origin story. Mm. Right on. Right on, right on. So, there you go. Do it to it. I'll be looking forward to it. Yeah. Want to see uh, old old Kate from Lost kicking ass. That's right. We have to go back! (laughs) Shut up, Jack! Damn it, Jack Shepard from Lost. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> God, why, how did he get in here now? Who fucking knows how any of these people get in here. <laughs> I literally have to like, oh, fucking ass, ass to elbows just trying to get through here. So many people in here. Nuts to butts in here. <laughs> Tell me about it. <laughs> Jesus. Troy, the news leaked. Oh, shit. For 
the Assassin's Creed runtime. Oh my god. Spoilers. Spoilers ahead. Troy, what do you think it's gonna be? Assassin's Creed runtime. Now it's a video game movie. Yeah. They've been known to not be so long. I was not gonna guess very high. Okay. What is the least amount of minutes that has to be to be a full length motion picture? I think it's like Is it eighty five minutes or eighty five minutes? Yeah, it's eighty five eighty five or eighty six or something. I'm gonna guess it's eighty eight minutes. It is one hundred and forty minutes what? long. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> that is almost double. It is going to be a one hundred and forty minute long feature length film. Get the fuck out of that here. That is two hours and twenty and minutes. twenty minutes long. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> that is unnecessary. <laughs> oh my god get the fuck out of here it is going down as the longest video game movie ever made Mm -mm. the angry birds movie was 92 minutes long perfect yeah (laughs) what epic are you telling (laughs) for a 140 minutes long Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I mean, the story isn't really all that cut and dry, but it's not that complicated. No. You get into this machine, it gives you past memories, you live out your past memories. Boom. Did it in yeah. two seconds. Just showed you. And plus, you said, like, what, like, 20, like, you heard that thing where it was, like, 20% of the movie actually takes place in like, the present Cold in, present time? No, in like the past, or in like where he goes in the past. No, it's more say, than that. More really? than twenty percent. I thought I heard like forty percent of it is going to be like in the future present time. Okay, which is still a lot. That's yeah. like almost half the movie. Yeah, you know, like an hour and twenty minutes of it, or an hour <laughs> and fifteen minutes of it. Ah, uh, so there you go, Troy. This movie's gonna fucking suck. <laughs> gonna suck i had uh, high hopes for this movie i kind of like assassin's creed <laughs> by i kind of like it means i'll watch it for 90 minutes not hour. two hours and 20 minutes long uh 140 minutes get out of here with that garbage well troy i'm gonna i'm trying uh try and soothe your uh soul with some trailer news good got two big trailers Mm. Dropping two dropping. big T's. Yeah, <laughs> the trailer for the Dark Tower. Oh shit! Idris Elba and uh, Matthew McConaughey flick. That's mm-hmm. going. There's going to be a trailer for that coming out around Christmas time. Oh, so okay. A little bit of time to wait for. I that. thought I missed it. Is what? You no, I, no, no. It's not not out yet. It'd be in. You know, it's done if it was out. Oh shit! Sorry. Sorry. It's like I don't even. Know but. If you don't want to wait long for a trailer, there's going to be one coming out tomorrow. Heard about this, baby. The last Rogue One trailer right. to drop tomorrow. The new poster or dropped today. today, if you're listening. That's right. So. Check it out, baby. <laughs> Man. <laughs> I'm excited to see it. Yeah. See what they. Is this going to be like. Gonna... 
the action-y plot trailer that gives a lot away of the movie. I don't know. Maybe maybe Darth Vader will actually say something. Yeah, like that. Rogue One is a prequel. <laughs> Don't forget. Don't forget. But yeah. So two big trailers. Two big T's. Coming in the future. Two big T's coming. Give me, giving you two big T's. <laughs> Troy, you saw that Bad Moms. Yeah, I did. You loved it, right? It was a movie. All right. Well, it made quite a bit of money when it was out. So much... They're giving it a spinoff. Oh my fuck! Called <laughs> Bad Dads. Jesus Christ! It's a pretty catchy tit. It's a pretty catchy title. Pretty Bad catchy dads. tit. Pretty catchy tits. Those <laughs> are pretty catchy tits. Bad dads. Bad dads. Bad dads coming out. Oh my god! So get grease up your fucking asshole for that. <laughs> I thought you were going to say grease up your dick. <laughs> grease up your dick. <laughs> grease up your dicks, dads. Because you're getting bad. Grease up your dicks. <laughs> bad. Day. Really? Bad moms made a lot of money? Yeah, I think it made quite a bit. I didn't. I, 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 I forgot to re- look up the figures, but I think it, it, it did better than expected. Hmm. I think it was marketed pretty well. Because that's yeah. the reason I wanted to kind of see it. It was like a raunchy female comedy. And yeah. It was kind of that. <laughs> I it can it couldn't have cost a lot to make. Oh no! So it's profit. Usually margin. comedies don't really cost right. that much to make. So it's I don't know. It's profit margin was probably high. Yeah. Compared to I mean what it took to make spinoff. Yeah. God. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime I hear comedy spin off, I'm just like, Jesus. What a fucking worst. Fucking idea. bitch. Troy, we got another movie mm. making that bill. Oh my God. Got another movie finally making that bill. Finding Dory. Hit that bill? Hit that bill. Ooh. Hit. It hit the bill. That makes three this year. Yes. So Zootopia, yep. right? Zootopia, uh, Civil War, and now Finding Dory, all owned by Disney. There you go. <laughs> Disney. Oh, my God. Walt is just fucking sitting on his solid diamond throne in heaven. <laughs> or hell. <laughs> Either or. <laughs> or you could have been a bit of a dick. Yeah, give or take, either <laughs> or. Or maybe he's just still cryogenically frozen. Who knows? It's true. Underneath the streets of Disney. Yeah, just hating Jewish people. Well, a different time. <laughs> <laughs> call, call him old-fashioned. <laughs> Speaking of Disney's at Troy, Disney starting to get to work on that Aladdin, live-action Aladdin. Oh, yeah. yeah. That they have found, or potentially have found, in dis- oh. in talks with a potential director. Oh. John Farver. Favreau. Favreau. No, no. It is Guy Ritchie. Oh, Guy Ritchie, eh? Yeah. All right. Might make that Aladdin a little more sleek. 
I wouldn't have picked Guy Ritchie. Yeah, it is. It's it an a, interesting it is a, choice. It is a different pick. Yes, I like that pick. It intrigues me, JT. I like mm-hmm. that pick. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not. It's not set in stone yet, but they are in talks. Oh my goodness, they are in talks. Troy, we talked earlier in the year about the drama with Daniel Craig. All right, and uh, James Bond. Yep. About how they're just trying to entice him back, and he's like. Nope, rather slip my wrist. <laughs> right. Well, I'm kind of singing a different tune now. Oh, really? Actually, I think it was at uh, at uh, New York Comic Con where he was said, and I quote, "He would, if it was over, he would miss being James Bond." Whatever. Yeah. Maybe that that huge sum of money is now <laughs> starting to sink in. It was singing the tune of like two hundred million dollars. Yeah, Jesus. I guess if I got paid whatever, he's probably getting paid to do two more movies. Yeah, it was like one hundred fifty for two million, or for yeah for two yeah for two million movies. He is. Gonna be <laughs> oh, what a shit deal what for Daniel Craig. Yeah, <laughs> that's less than a dollar a movie. <laughs> Or less than a million a movie. <laughs> Whatever. Who cares how math works? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, anyways. Troy. Emerald City. It was Ravaz. NBC. Making a show called Emerald City. Oh, my God. But they're taking a new approach on it, I guess. Okay. You're going to try and make more of like a modern style Emerald City. In fact, uh, it, they uh, discussed. They uh, described that Dorothy will be played by a badass Hispanic chick. Okay. And Toto is going to be like a this big German shepherd. Okay. Dorothy from the streets. Yeah. I see. So, I don't know. It'd be cool to like, see him like take like a new approach to the Wizard of Oz story. I suppose. Although there is that one thing that sci-fi made. That was like a new approach on the Wizard of Oz that was kind of shitty. I think was that like just Tin called... Man or something? Oh yeah, Tin Man. That was kind of interesting. I watched, I think, all of that. Yeah, I know. I thought I thought I remember you saying like you thought it was like wasn't that great. It wasn't that great, <laughs> but it was interesting. Like they had really some solid ideas that I liked. Yeah, and other and but the way they executed it, I didn't like some of that. Like the they called it Tin Man because the guy who plays the Tin Man was like a sheriff, and they called him Tin Man because their badges were made of tin, oh. and so it was like a slang term, like a pit, like we call cops pigs or whatever. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> like how we all call cops pigs. Yeah, you know when me and you are just talking about yeah, we're cops, just walking on the street, pigs. and it's like, hey, pig, I got my wallet stolen. <laughs> And then, uh, but yeah, and I think like the scarecrow, like had a zipper in the back of his head, so he could like he got his brain removed, but he was played by Alan Cumming, I think. So he already had his brain removed. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but I that's about, like that's Cumming. about all I remember. I but I do remember like some parts that I actually thought were really interesting. But like it was like a sci-fi movie, and like just the execution of it was just like I uh, needed another draft or something damn sci-fi i know man 
I don't know, man. I don't know. This news that you're giving me right now about this other one just doesn't sound good to me at all. But all right. Well, hey, we'll see when it comes out. Maybe you will. <laughs> maybe we both will. Yeah. Well, <laughs> depends on how slow of a week it is. Well, maybe, maybe test test pilot next time. <laughs> Here we go. We did it. Well, uh, that depletes all my news, Troy. So get into our last segment of uh you now it's done you that's a sounder for you know it's done (laughs) i know it's it's really weird we just have a have a long you at the end (laughs) but but no one's really complained about it because it's the same one we use every time people think it's a riot yeah, I don't know. It's just people love it. They love it. <laughs> they just love it's hard to argue. They love the long U at the end. <laughs> you think it would just end. Yeah. It's done. Yeah. Or no, it's done, but it doesn't. It almost sounds like the person whoever's saying it's getting cut off. Yeah. But it's really not. That's no. actually how it how it actually is played out. Hey. It's a mystery, man. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so it's weird, but you know. It's an artistic choice. Why don't we just get into the trailers? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Joel, I think I've gone first the last few times. Okay. So why don't you dish up some trailer news? Okay. Well, uh, Trey, you know, I was a big fan of that John Wick yes. when it came out. You, not so much. It wasn't my favorite, but I think I'm growing to like it more. But I can't tell if it's just for the general populace liking it a lot okay well anyways they put out a trailer for john wick colon oh, chapter God. two. Oh, and saw that looks like that same john wick goodness i love from the first one good deal i'm all on board all that sweet like tactical gun kata gun yeah awesome I'm I'm on board for it. I'll have to check that 100%. out. I saw that it was out and I didn't yet see it. Well. My love bad. me some love me some counter reeves. Love me some guns. Mm. Love me some John Wick in general. That's Plus right. we got Lawrence Fishburne in it this time. What? Oh fuck. Looks like he's playing the big baddie in it, so. Lawrence Fishburne. Oh Morpheus. <laughs> oh shit. Neo and Morpheus. I know. Back again. Back at it. This time Different sides. Different sides. Oh. It's going to be crazy, crazy, crazy. <laughs> They're going crazy, 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 just thinking about you, baby. Or lately, or? That's that. That's close. No, no, I like that. I love it. Thank you. I like that <laughs> fist shake you gave it to. <laughs> just a, yes. <laughs> yes. Gave yourself a reassuring fist shake. <laughs> <laughs> good nailed it also coming out troy mm. some stuff from uh nycc mm-hmm. including that new power rangers teaser mm-hmm. i know you saw that mm-hmm. what'd you think there t you know what a lot of people are uh saying it's very reminiscent of chronicle yeah which i can kind of see yeah but i actually really enjoyed this trailer quite okay. a bit uh 
I didn't know what to expect, and I kind of thought, like, as we keep talking about it, we keep hyping it up, like, it's, I don't even know what we're hyping it up as, but I always kind of thought it was kind of end up being kind of a stinker. (laughs) Yeah. But I was actually kind of intrigued at this trailer, and I was actually going to applaud them for the restraint that they actually showed. They didn't really show much at all. Yeah. They didn't show the the full suits. They didn't show any of like the Megazords or anything like that. Mm-hmm. They didn't show Alpha Five. They didn't show Zordon. They showed a little bit of Rita Repulsa. Yeah, like getting all up on a chicken bed. Right. <laughs> I was. I I liked it. I liked it. Yeah, I like I. Yeah, I I also agree. I like the restraint they they kept on it about like not giving you everything at the first. At like their first uh, introduction to it, but I'm not a big fan of them having powers outside of their suits, though. Yeah, I've I've heard other people say that too. Like I like the I like the idea of them just being normal teenagers, and then the suits are what gives them the powers. Because it makes it makes like the feeling of imminent danger feel more apparent. Yeah, I wonder if like those colored little coins that they get their power coins, if they have them, if that's, like, what gives them their ability, like, their power, and if they just happen to have them on them at that time when they're doing those strong feats of strength. Yeah, I don't know. I still don't like it. That's okay. It didn't bother me at all. I don't care either way. I kind of care a little bit. All right. (laughs) Difference of opinion. I get it, like... It's cool, like, to have this, you can, like, it's just a metamorphosis, just, they're morphing. Yeah. <laughs> so, they would morph into these powerful beings that fucking Krav Maga people to death, or whatever, karate style. Yeah. And they can just be regular people here on the side, they're not just, like, these invincible creatures now that just run through life, like these brick shit houses. Yeah. You know, I like, I like the idea of them, like, having to turn into these right. beings instead of just like oh now we're just like super strong all the time well maybe that'll be an interesting plot development jt i don't know time will tell time will tell mm. you got anything else well i saw that uh iron fist new iron fist teaser they put out too mm-hmm. and so you saw that mm-hmm. what you think of that troy thought it was pretty good I like the Iron Fist effect. Yeah, where I do too. The inner glow of his hand. Thought it was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, it also showed a little bit of restraint. You don't get to see much mm-hmm. of kind of like the hints at like his origin where he gets in a plane crash and he's in the mountains and he gets trained by monks. It looks really reminiscent of Doctor Strange, <laughs> as I've said before. But uh, it looks good. Looks good. I'm yeah. really interested to see because some of the a little bit of fighting that you see in it looks really good. Yeah. This might kind of rival uh, Daredevil. I would say so. And um, I'm excited to see it. I'm excited to see him iron fist somebody. Yeah. Plus, they got dudes with hatchets. Oh, I know. Gotta hatchet. fight them hatchet dudes. That's Fuck. right. Those hatchet men. Hatchet. Juggalos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if Iron Fist beats up a bunch Iron of Fist, juggalos, yeah. I'll be... The, More the main than villain in, in Iron Fist is going to be Violent J and Shaggy Tudo. 
That would be a fucking amazing. I would love that more than anything in the world, Ron. <laughs> we gotta kill you, Iron Fist. Why? Because he ain't down with the clown. <laughs> yeah, Iron Fist looks good. I w- I'm excited to see uh, that come to to a head next year. Yeah. In uh, March, I think. Yeah. Pretty soon. Yeah. Pretty. And then it's Defenders after that, so. That's right. Everything's and then I think coming up. Punisher is almost right around the corner. Yeah. After that, because I, I think that's think filming Punisher's right now. After, really? Yeah. Because there was talks at NYCC that John Bernthal wasn't going to be there because he has Netflix filming obligations. Yeah. And people are like, oh, that means he's in the Defenders. But that's not true because that's wrapped already. Because yeah. they were all there at NYCC. Yeah. So, uh, every well, now that The Punisher was a huge hit on Daredevil Season 2, everyone knows he's getting his own thing. That's what he's filming right now. Ooh, fuck. So there's that. And then there's Daredevil Season 3. I think Jessica Jones is getting a second season. My Shit word. is just dropping down at that mm-hmm. Marvel TV. That's right. Marvel I'm excited Netflix for Netflix Universe. You have anything else to add to Iron Fist there? Uh, I got one more. This was not from NYCC. Oh. I just add this because it looked fucking bonkers. Mm. So, the movie starring Nicolas Cage. Okay. Playing a crazy guy who sees God, uh-huh. who's played by uh, Russell Brand. Okay. Who is told by God to go to Pakistan <laughs> to find Osama bin Laden. Oh my God. <laughs> I think I saw this trailer drop yesterday or today. It looks insane, and I kind of want to see it. Oh, man. Two movies with Nick Cage coming out recently. It's called Army of One. Okay, yep, that's the trailer that I didn't see. Apparently, he's going to chase him with a samurai sword. Cool. (laughs) There's that. And uh, there's a scene that shows where he's hallucinating and watching a TV where... A black dude is playing Osama Bin Laden and doing a version of MTV Cribs of his cave. <laughs> it looks crazy. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'll have to check this out then. Looks bonkers, as you yeah. said. Bananas. Cuckoo bananas. Cuckoo bananas crazy. Um, I have actually one more to throw on there. Oh, shit. I did have Iron Fist and Power Rangers on there, but we already talked about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, NYCC, the uh, digital series of Ninjak showed its first trailer as well. Oh, shit. I know I brought it up last week, but they didn't have the trailer drop until NYCC. Gotcha. And it, uh, it looks pretty good. Like, for a person who's read uh, some of the uh, Valiant comic stuff... The co- the portrayals of the characters look very spot on. Um, it uh, is made by the guys who produced the Superpower Beatdown videos, mm-hmm. so the action should be pretty well choreographed, and nice. I always think they do a pretty good job at uh, all their stuff. The only th- downside is the effects, digital effects, don't look all that good. But if it's free digitally... Fuck it. Then I'm not going <laughs> to scoff at it. And I don't know if it's free or not yet, but I don't know what platform they're putting it up on. I have no idea if it's gonna if it's like YouTube or Vimeo or whatever. I if it's free, I'm who cares? Like it's just free entertainment, man. 
Amen. That's it. I don't know. That's, that's all, right. all I got. All right. So that's, there you go. That's it. There you have that's it. It's done. It's all done. It's all done. Well, that means mm. we're getting into our main event. It's not top of the hour, though. It's at about the half the hour. Should we wait 20 minutes, 25 minutes? Sure. Just dead air? <clears throat> yeah. Okay. This. How much time has gone by? About no minutes. Ten seconds. Maybe. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess we could just do it now. Sure. I mean, we might as well. I don't. God, it doesn't really feel right. <laughs> you, you know, let's do it. Let's do it. Ah, breaking let's the rules wait, here. Wait, wait. Uh, yeah, let's just do it. All right. All right. Let's just do it. Doing. Doing it. Well, Netflix dropping that. Luke Cage. Right on. Right the, on. The uh, fourth installment of their Marvel mm-hmm. Netflix universe. Yep. And uh, following the adventures of Luke Cage, who was a period, who, who first appeared in uh, Jessica Jones. Uh-huh. Quite a favorable appearance. Yes, very popular. Mm-hmm. So uh, very so popular that they in fact kind of pushed us in the forefront, right? They're like, "Let's give them that Luke Cage now." That's right. And they did. They did do that. But was it good? Find out right uh, now. Find out <laughs> immediately. <laughs> uh, so uh, Luke Cage overall is. Uh, I would say just as big of a story as, like, maybe Jessica Jones. Okay. Daredevil, I think, has, like, a bigger overarching story with, like, Kingpin, and it's got, like, the hand, and it deals with, like, a larger scope. Yeah. For just being centralized in Hell's Kitchen. Mm-hmm. But uh, I also, like, I think Luke Cage and Jessica Jones, really, they really narrowed it down to really just a small community of things happening. Mm-hmm. Jessica Jones probably being the smallest because it's just like her, her couple friends and like the purple man. Yeah. But like Luke Cage did have like a sense of community in Harlem, mm-hmm. all all of Harlem or whatever. Yeah. And uh, he's essentially out just to be just a decent guy who's just trying to right the wrongs and just get rid of assholes out there. Yeah. And he's not really... Uh, forcefully doing it. He's not going out looking for any trouble. He just wants to like live a normal life mm-hmm. and just like everyone leave him alone <laughs> until things just get shoved in his face. He's got to take some corrective action. Yeah, exactly. Well, there you go. I know. I like how they. Uh, I definitely like how they portrayed Luke Cage in this because at first I was like, oh, man, like he's supposed to be the hero for hire. So like I feel like there needs to be like some kind of like dickheadish like it's not my problem or something yeah but then as it went on i'm like no i mean like there's not a lot of like uh like black uh superheroes out there so i feel like for like their first really big one like i feel like it's awesome to make him someone who's like very has like the moral high ground on stuff right like he does things because like it's actually someone that like some like a black kid could Grow, like actually grow up and look up to. Yeah. And that's actually kind of like a small little thread throughout the series as well. Like yeah. having a decent role model to look up to. Yeah. Because the people that are 
like the heads of this community are not so good. No. <laughs> and so he's trying to be that positive role model, which he all mm-hmm. thinks like the people he hangs around with are as well. They're yeah, and they didn't even come from like clean backgrounds either. They're reformed and now they saw the error of their ways, and they're now doing this to help the community, yeah. which is good. Like when he hangs out in Pop Shop. Yeah. Yeah, it's like everyone in this is either like they're either like they wear this mask of being these great people, but they're awful or they used to be awful people. And now they're like reformed. Right. Yeah. (laughs) And I actually really like that going. I won't spoil too much of it right now, but like uh, Luke Cage's origin story isn't all that clean either. And I and I kind of like that. Um, It's a little different than in the comics. Um, because in the, the show, he gets wrongfully imprisoned and, uh, he used to be a police officer and that wasn't the case in the, in the books. He was wrongfully imprisoned for doing something. Mm -hmm. And then in there, like he gains his powers and then he goes out and he's Luke Cage in it about. Yeah. But, uh, but, um, I, I like the fact that it was like. Because he's like a person of color, like he is kind of like shunned in a, he, and he doesn't need to be. Like he was an innocent man mm-hmm. put in prison, and like you saw the system screw over a person of color. Yeah, and like he's fighting against that. Like, and well, he doesn't even really fight. Well, <laughs> fight like he physically fights in prison. Yeah, but like he doesn't fight in there. He's just like serving his time and mm-hmm. like. Biding his yeah. time until it's not he can until he's like himself. forced to do something when he actually just like, right? He actually like goes along with it, right? For being wrongfully imprisoned, I thought he was a pretty level-headed dude. Yeah, <laughs> wow. Like he was like, okay, well, there's nothing really else I can do, so I'm just gonna serve my time and yeah, wait it out, right? But um, other than that, do you want to have? I there there's a lot of characters I like in this. Uh, Luke Cage was good. Pops was really good. Yeah. Um, does it, uh, what's his name? I, I watched this two weeks ago, so I'm uh, fuzzy on some of the names. Uh, who's the other guy in the shop that he's around? Uh, I don't know. The old, like the other older guy that plays chess, right? Yeah. It's, uh, uh I don't remember. His, his last name is fish. Okay. I don't remember his name, but yeah. Pops, especially like throughout the, throughout the series, I feel like even when they don't show him, like you can feel his impact on people. Yeah. And right. it's like, like you don't even have to know who he is to like know that he made a difference on so many different people, and like, like that's what I love. Like I even I I told C Danger this where like out of, like they've had like three seasons of something that take place in Hell's Kitchen, mm-hmm. and this one season of Luke Cage, I love Harlem so much more than I do Hell's Kitchen, mm. and it, it's even shot differently because it's like shot in the daytime. Not yeah. everything's at night. Yeah. Most of it is in, like, the middle of the day. Yeah. Like, they do they do show, like, bits and pieces of things where, like, danger is afoot. But, like, in the most part, it feels like an actual community. Like, it looks like a small town in, like, the heart of New York City. Because mm-hmm. it's, like, everyone, like, knows each other by their first names. Right. And, like, everyone knows, like, the, the hot places to hang out. Yep. And, like, uh, when something bad happens to somebody like it gets around to everybody and they're all kind of affected by it yeah like it feels like a small town and like 
like that's why I like I love this one because it's like it feels like there's actually something worth saving here. Mm-hmm. Where when you watch Daredevil, and it's like like it's like I gotta save Hell's Kitchen from the Kingpin, and I'm like, why? <laughs> it's already it's like shit. a fucking big shithole. <laughs> In fact, there's this big fucking pit in the middle of yeah. Hell's Kitchen. Yeah. Literally almost a shithole. Yeah. It looks like it looks like you're trying to save a piece of shit. Yeah. But like with Harlem, it's like there's if there's definitely it definitely feels like there's something worth saving there. And I it's like that's what I liked about it. Like there's actually like stakes behind this. Right. I get that. Um on the flip side there are some awesome adversaries for Luke Cage. Yeah. Um, Cottonmouth. I really liked uh, him in the series. Oh, yeah. He was really good. Um, you find out he has a cousin. Uh, Mariah. Her, yep. Yeah, uh, she's Black Mariah in the comics, but yeah. it's kind of a little on the nose. Yeah. <laughs> but she's like Mariah in this. Um, I think she, they, they, they even like call her that once in it, but it's like an insult, and then she like gets like super pissed. I could see that. I don't remember that, but that probably happened. Um, she's she's got a pretty cool arc in this as well. Yeah. Um, and there's even like a another villain that shows up halfway through the series. Yeah. Oh, uh, um, we can get to him later. Wait, we'll we'll cover that more in spoilers, but um, yeah. Uh, and uh. Oh, another guy I really like. He's kind of like uh, always everyone's secondhand man is Shades. Yeah. I really liked him in this. Really? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Difference of opinion, that's fine. Right, but yeah. Oh, oh, we'll get into know. more of it yeah, later. Yeah, I'll get into more of it in spoilers, but yeah. Um, I think that's about... I can't remember any other characters like really come. Oh, uh, Misty Knight. She was introduced in this too. Yeah. And she's a real uh, big player in like the Heroes for Hire books. Okay. She's like, she actually has a uh, romantic relationship with uh, Iron Fist Ooh. in the books for a long period of time. And she, uh, in the book, she's got like a uh, cybernetic arm. Yeah. Because of like an accident. And in the series, they tease that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they do. <laughs> but we'll get. Maybe we'll touch on that a little bit later. But yeah, yeah. But it's uh. But yeah, she. I like her in it. She grew on me a little bit more. I didn't like her so much right off the bat. Yeah. But I grew to like her more mm-hmm. as the series went on. Rosario Dawson's in this again as Claire as the night nurse. Yes. I want to probably right now. She is my favorite character. In all of this Netflix stuff. Yeah. Well, she's the she's like the one that reoccurs throughout all of them. Right. And she's like the almost point of entry mm-hmm. kind of for like the viewer. Yeah. But like just the way she plays the character, mm-hmm. like she's just so freaking charming. Yeah. She's just beautiful to watch. Yeah. My God. She's so great. <laughs> oh, yeah. I totally agree. <laughs> Um, anything else before you want to dive into, oh man, I don't know. Uh, like my review without spoiling it is that, uh, it definitely started out strong. Like when I went into it, like within the first four episodes, I like kind of deem this as like probably my favorite one so far. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Go on up. And got then, uh, and then, uh, as it, uh, I feel like as it went on, like there was, it kind of, uh, slowed down a little bit but i feel like all the marvel 
Netflix Marvel series have kind of done that. Yeah. And then, uh, especially like near the end, they kind of like, they add, it feels like at the end, they add a lot of cliche stuff where I was like, yeah, okay, but I really liked what you were doing in the beginning. <laughs> but mm-hmm. uh, outside of that, I mean, all in all, it's a strong series. Like I, I had fun throughout watching it. It was just that kind of nitpicky stuff. Mm. This uh, another thing I really liked. This show has an awesome soundtrack. Oh, I know. Like I'm not even like a huge fan of hip hop and all that stuff, but like I love the music in this show. Yeah. And I didn't, I didn't even dawn on me that when they go to the club all the time, every single one of those people are like a guest star artist. Yeah. On stage singing like songs and stuff. And yeah. I loved every single bit of that. I had to have somebody tell me that they, <laughs> they just weren't actors, just like singing a whatever song. They were actual artists, like on stage singing. It's like, uh, I guess there was like a. Like, shows in the 70s would do that all the time. Just have, like, guest artists on. Yeah. And, like, just sing whatever and it'd be, like, a little nod to, like, the music community or whatever. And that's yeah. what they kind of redid in this show. And they do they touch a, quite a bit. Well, not quite a bit. Of, like, uh, like they have a 70s kind of aesthetic in the show mm-hmm. where they do stuff like that. And even, like, the intro theme. Is like a '70s black exploitation kind of theme. Yeah. Um, remixed for the current time. Yeah, yeah. It, it definitely feels like they took like that '70s black exploitation vibe and they kind of modernized it. And yeah. I liked that a lot. Even especially like, well, I guess I'll go more into. It. Well, it's the first episode, I'll, but it's like especially like with that first episode where it's just like out of nowhere it just bangs Misty Knight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's a total just like. Hey, want to go back to my place? <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> like it's like God. It's just got such a fucking like seventies like. Yeah. It's a seventies. Who cares? Let's fuck each other, kind of thing. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So let's uh let's get into some sp- spoiler talk. Gotcha. It's good. Um. So uh, Misty Knight does fuck yes. <laughs> first episode yeah and you see a lot you see like her whole tit in this <laughs> i was pretty shocked you do see her tit like she gets out of bed and she's just like you see it from oh, the I guess profile so. okay yeah i guess and i'm do. like whoa like <laughs> first episode like i know you have to like make it good to get the people into it <laughs> yeah but i'm like holy shit they're showing like quite a bit of skin in the first episode that you haven't seen in the other ones yeah and there's even a few other scenes where they visit strip clubs too well granted they have pasties on yeah but i'm like this is a little more risque than the rest of them there's a lot of sex in jessica jones though yeah but i mean it didn't i guess show as much there was a lot of sex uh yeah i don't know maybe it's <laughs> I don't know what to say about that. I don't know how to even balance scales. I don't <laughs> yeah. know how to say it. Who fucked more? <laughs> Jessica Jones fucked more, I yeah. think. But they showed more skin in Luke Cage. But yeah. Um, I'm going to get into like the adversaries because I think this is quite the turn. Yeah. Like, I... The show was... Uh, like kind of they push Cottonmouth as being like the major villain throughout yeah the, all of it yeah with, and like, i loved Cottonmouth so much me fucking too i loved him a lot yeah 
It's and, like in like uh, I remember like going into it. Like I think even when we were talking about the trailer on here, like the like the ongoing thing was like, how is he going to be an adversary for Luke Cage? Because he's like he's just a normal guy. Yeah, and Luke Cage is this fucking like uh, powerhouse. In, yeah, this invincible powerhouse, and they kind of show like uh, like it's it it's pretty cool how it's played out. Where it's like Luke Cage is like, okay, well I know Cottonmouth's the villain, so I'm just gonna fucking I'm gonna fuck with him. So then, like, they have that awesome scene where he takes out that uh, Crispus Atticus mm-hmm. rec center place and yep. like steals all of his money. And then it's like, okay, good, I got all his funds. And then after that, he just fucking shows with a fucking rocket launcher and almost levels his apartment building. <laughs> yeah. So then it's like, yeah. okay, well now I gotta play it. Like, okay, now I know that this guy means business, so I gotta play it easy. Yeah. So then it's like he's more methodical with it instead of like going like full bore like he did to begin with. Right. And I like that because it's like, it makes sense Yeah. where it's like, if I fuck with this guy right off the bat, there's going to be so many people to get hurt or get caught in the crossfire. Like I need yeah. to make, I need to do make it slow and methodical. And the Cottonmouth knows that's his game. So like, yeah, he doesn't attack Luke Cage directly. He attacks like his peripherals, like where he lives. Yep. Like his community where he works and like, uh, people that he knows and all that shit. He goes after those people to fuck with him more. And I'm yeah. like, what a fucking like just amazing. And that scene where he's like talking to, I can't remember who it is now, but like he walks up in front of that, like portrait of Biggie Smalls. And then he's like, stands in front of the crown. Yeah. It's like, what a fucking awesome shot. <laughs> I fucking love yeah. that. And then, like, the mixture of uh, him and his cousin Mariah, who's, like, she's, like, a senator or, like, some kind of po- politician. Like a, yeah, a politician. I don't think yeah. she's a senator. She's kind of a politician that, like, she's uh, connected to Harlem in some way. But, uh, yeah, like, together as a team, they're just really good because it's, like, she wins over the people and he he's, like, the muscle and she wins over the people. So it's, like, yeah. no matter what bad shit Cottonmouth does she knows a way to spin it so that people are like on their side and, and against Luke Cage right so like I like I love that where it's like no matter what Luke Cage does like he's always seen as the bad guy to everybody and he has yeah. to go out of his way to not just uh, fuck with Cottonmouth but then also win the people over at the same time right I love that aspect of like that duo of Cottonmouth and Mariah yeah See, Danger wasn't a huge fan of it because she was like, how can these just people be so shitty, but they're also trying to rebuild Harlem? I'm like, just look at fucking any politician out yeah, there trying exactly. to get their agenda across, being positive in the public, but they're doing dirty shit in the back. Like, yeah, it makes total sense to me. Oh, yeah. I love that. And yeah, and Mariah just definitely feels like one of those people where it's like she initially went into this job trying to do good, but then gets kind of got caught up in like. Well, to get this done, I have to get this done, and to get this done, I have to get this done, and then mm-hmm. by the by the end of it, she's so caught in this web of like shit. It's just like right. whatever. I'll just because a lot of it's like, well, I need this money to do this, so what better way than to fucking crime, right? <laughs> yeah, and I and nothing, I um like nothing ever gets really pinned to her. I mean, some stuff does, yeah, but then like. They'll she, like Luke Cage will take it to the police. And be like, "Where's your evidence?" And like, there's no real evidence anywhere. Yeah. He just like it's his word. And mm-hmm. like, I I can't take your yeah. word on this shit. And so she goes off scot free, which is like, oh yeah. my god, like amazing. 
Oh, a little. Oh, okay, so a little bit of a uh, a change of topic though. But I fucking love that Luke Cage's uh, superhero outfit is a hoodie. Yeah, I love that so much. Go on. Like especially like in this time of age where it's like everyone like demonizes like black people in hoodies. Mm-hmm. Like to make like a superhero a black guy in a hoodie. Like mm-hmm. that's fucking genius. Yeah, that's a good. I I never really put that together. Like I like that. To me, personal, even being like a comic book fan and loving seeing colorful, colorful characters out there, like yeah. I'm a huge fan of just like Luke Cage going out there in street clothes, like clean it up. He yeah. doesn't need to to cover. He doesn't need to conceal himself with anything. Mm-hmm. He just goes out there in what he's wearing yeah. to like fix the like fix whatever needs to be. Or that one episode where I just broken. he did it all wearing that fucking suit he was gonna wear to Pop's funeral. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like he's just yeah. like fuck, I take care of this shit. Yep. And he's just yeah, like yeah. looking like a fucking sharp dressed ass man, just yeah. like walking around fucking shit up. Yeah. I would say like spoilers Pops dies, but you could tell from the trailer that he oh, was gonna Oh God, die. I could tell you right away he was gonna die. <laughs> and it's upsetting because it happens Fairly early on, I think like second episode, maybe, yeah. maybe even the third episode. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. But um, let's. I like. I'm just gonna skip back to Pops really quick. All right. That like, I like that Pops was such a central figure in Harlem that like his barbershop was the Sweden. They kept saying yeah. it's like it's neutral territory. Switzerland. Switzerland. Sorry. Um, that like even Cottonmouth like respects Pops. Yeah. And, like, even though he's doing bad shit, like, he'll go in there and he's not going to start shit. Yeah. And when, like, that one guy just goes rogue and shoots up fucking Pop's barbershop. Yeah. Like, the first thing Cottonmouth asked was, like, well, did you, we waited till he went outside, right? He's like, no, man, I just shut the sh- place up. I lit that shit up. Yeah. And then he was like, you motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> throws him off a fucking yeah. building. <laughs> yeah. That was nuts. But, uh, yeah, I, I like that shit. I like that. It doesn't, the show took, like, the tropes that would normally be in these, like, other, like, heroic shows and just t- t- twisted them. Like, yeah. this this is how it would be in real life. There would be yeah. people that everybody respects. Yeah. Everybody knows that Cottonmouth is doing shitty sh- stuff on the side. Mm-hmm. But, like, he's, why can't he also, like, have people he grew up with in the community that he also respects? Yeah. Like, it makes sense, perfect sense to mm-hmm. me. That like he's a villain, but he he still has like a code of conduct that he kind of tries to follow too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I, I kind of want to. Th- well, the show, the series was broken up into two deliberate halves. Very deliberate <laughs> halves. And at, <laughs> I I'm on the fence of whether it's a strength for it because I think I know why they did it. Is because a lot of complaints of these Netflix shows for Marvel is that they feel like they run episodes too long. Yeah. And I feel like they went like, well, if we can have two like halves of a season, we can kind of tell two stories. Yeah. And they tried, mm-hmm. but it doesn't it still didn't work. I still felt yeah. like Instead of 13, it could be 10. I felt like maybe each half could have only still been five episodes. Yeah, well, well not even... Fir- you know what? The f- I really like the first half, though. Yeah, I love the first half. And I feel like... Yeah, okay, sure. Like, if you want to, like, change it up, like, you can totally do, uh, like, two different stories. 
But that second half feels like a completely different, doesn't even feel like the same universe almost. It, it goes in a, a completely goofier direction. Yeah. Ju- just judging on who's introduced later, who is this character they refer to as Diamondback. Yeah. Who they allude to him throughout the throughout the se- the season too. And, yeah, and you don't find out who he is until like the second half. Yeah, and they every time they did that, I was like, you never really knew who he was. I because I never read the comics. I mean, like if I did, I would have known exactly who it was. Mm-hmm. But I was like, maybe it was like the kingpin. Like maybe it was Diamondback is like masquerading, or the kingpin is masquerading as Diamondback or something. I'm like. That'd be a way to tie all this shit in together. Yeah. But it wasn't. Like... Yeah. It was... Like, I didn't hate the backstory of Diamondback so much. I didn't like the best story backstory of Diamondback. Like, it... It doesn't make really much sense why he hates Luke Cage so much. Yeah. In such a vitriolic way. <laughs> it's like... So Diamondback ends up being, like... Luke Cage's half brother. Yeah, because everybody in fucking comics has to be related. Yeah. God. So <laughs> yeah, that's the thing that I didn't like about it was like, like the first half it felt like, uh, it felt like they took um cliche things, but then they kind of like grounded it more into reality so that it feels like new and fresh. Uh huh. And then the second half was like, fuck, this is making it as cliche as shit. Yeah. <laughs> and like that. <clears throat> Especially the last few episodes, like, oh yeah. my god, they they were, s- <sighs> like, the ending fight between Cottonmouth and Luke Cage. That fucking suit! He, he looked, looked like a goddamn Dr. Evil henchman or something. <laughs> he, Somebody, looked like, he looked like he was a fucking character in Speed Racer. <laughs> Somebody said he looked like a fucking turtle. <laughs> <laughs> that suit is ridiculous. Yeah. And you know what? It, it was, uh, I felt like a missed opportunity. It was made by, like, Ham- Justin Hammer, who, yeah. sh- who is fucking uh, in... Sam Rockwell yeah, from Sam Rockwell Iron Man 2. Yeah, Sam Rockwell in Iron Man 2. I'm like, why didn't he have a cameo in it? Yeah. Because they refer to him a lot. They do. Because the He's weapons, the one making the weapons. Yeah. And I'm like, why didn't you have a Sam Rockwell? Why wouldn't he do this? Yeah. What is he doing? But anyway, I also thought, like, the action in this... Is not as good as the other ones either. Yeah, but I didn't really expect it to be because Luke Cage is more is known as more of like a brute. Like that, he's not gonna have like these fucking like ninja. No, I'm fine with that. Like yeah. I'm fine of just him being a brick shit house of power. But like, yeah. so was Jessica Jones. Yeah, and her the action in Jessica Jones was a lot better in Luke Cage. See, I don't remember the, a lot of the action in Jessica Jones though. The Luke Cage Jessica Jones fight in Jessica Jones was really good. Yeah, and when Luke Cage was like in a bar fight in Jessica Jones, that was really okay. Good. Yeah, I remember that. But like, I thought the action in this was sloppy. Like, there's only a few instances where I'm like thought that was really good, and that was like in the first episode. Where the guy goes and punches Luke Cage and turns his hand into jello. Yeah. That was a good fight scene. Yeah. And like the one scene where he like throws that cop and it gets caught on the police camera yeah. into like and he throws him into the car or whatever. But otherwise, like I never felt nobody had any weight to him. I like that Crispus Atticus fight though. In oh, the rec he, center. When he kinda it's kinda like the stairwell fight in Daredevil where he's yeah. just kinda going up the building or whatever. Yeah, yeah that was okay. I li- I like that. 
And I love like we threw the fucking couch out the window and shit. <laughs> I just I did not like the action in this whatsoever. Yeah. Like I I'm fine I I totally employ like have the action look different in all these cuz otherwise they're just all doing flippy kicks and all that shit, especially yeah. with Iron Fist coming. It'll be really oh, yeah. similar to Daredevil. Exactly. But like I thought the action was handled a lot better in Jessica Jones than it was in Luke Cage. Yeah. I, I I could not get behind the action in this. It just looked shit. And the end fight I thought was also shit. It was Yeah. It did yeah, that like uh Yeah, I don't know. It felt like uh like kinda like what you said, like every fight scene he's in, like I don't mind him, but it's like he's invincible. There's no stakes to it. It's like Yeah. No one's gonna get fu- you know he's not gonna get hurt. Yeah. <laughs> it's just these people just like Kind of almost being like cannon fodder for him where it's like, oh, shit. Well, I can't do anything. Right. <laughs> I'm just going to get my ass kicked. Yeah. But I'm okay with that because he like there aren't a lot of fights in Luke Cage. No. And so when like I was looking forward to one, it would always disappoint me. I mean, maybe it was just like the choreography of the fight or whatever. Yeah. But like even any time he like threw some guy off, like the guy just... Either the timing wasn't right when they would, like, pull the rope on him to, like, fly off and get hit or whatever. I just never felt like there was any gravitas or any weight to anybody just, like, getting hit. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I I hated it. I, I know. I felt really like, hated it. Yeah, it felt, especially, like, when they were doing all that stuff where uh, Diamondback was trying to frame him. Yeah. And he would do this shit where he would, like, throw them and kill them, and it's like... I feel like Luke Cage did that before, <laughs> but they didn't die. Uh, yeah. <laughs> or like Diamondback started punching holes in people's chests. Yeah. It's like, uh, I don't know, man. Yeah, there's so much. That last half just feels really sloppy, too, because it's like it gets to a point where it's like, how are you falling for everything that he's trying to do to frame him? Like, there's just like there's no it makes no sense. Like, even they even have like characters like trying to be like. Wait, what? That doesn't make sense. And that's characters in the show. <laughs> yeah. Saying yeah, this. Yeah. It's like Diamondback just feels like an like compared to like how methodical and how uh thought out Cottonmouth is, and then mm-hmm. you get Diamondback who's like, Yeah, I'm just gonna go wear this glove and punch somebody. And it's like don't Okay, like h- how is that supposed to be? Like, yeah, it'll be a thing. And then I'm going to take this club and I'm (laughs) going to shoot a bunch of people. (laughs) It's like, Luke Cage doesn't shoot. Yeah, they'll think he shot him. And then I'm going to do this thing where, like, uh, or, like, uh, I don't know, I'll do something where, like, I'll blow something up. And it's like, dude, man, he doesn't blow shit up. No, they'll think it's him. That's (laughs) fucking dumb. What the fuck are you? You're an idiot. Yeah. (laughs) I was really looking forward to, like, a final fight between, like, those two. But then they made him so they were evenly matched in so like the fight was just watching two normal dudes fight and every once in a while they'd get like thrown into a van i know and yeah even like when it wasn't spectacular yeah like people were just crowding around him and just filming it yeah and like talking to him like as they were fighting yeah it's like oh luke you made fun of your mom (laughs) (laughs) shut up Get out of here! I know. I man, I'm telling you. Like, anytime I watch these like, watch these Marvel shows, like nothing matches up to the equivalent of that 
the, the best fight scene I think they've ever made is that fight scene with uh, Daredevil and Nobu. Yeah, that was a really good fight scene. Because it's like, oh my god, I've never like watched something where I'm like, oh my god, they're gonna they're gonna kill the main character right now. <laughs> yeah. Like they're gonna straight up kill the yeah. main character. I don't know how he's gonna get out of this. Mm-hmm. I've never had that feeling with anything else that that like either of these series have done for outside of that fight. Yeah, and it's like, like I I almost kind of wanted something like that. Like I almost. I don't know. Like, I feel like they didn't need that shit. They just needed to make it. They need to go back to, like, what made this season awesome, where it's, like, like Luke Cage, like, being this magnet for these, uh, like, these people, like, hurting other people. Yeah. And it almost had to be a thing where it's, like, I have to keep people from being hurt as opposed to I need to have this big fight scene. Right. I agree. And we haven't even said it yet, but, like, the hugest spoiler for the show, I believe is the reason why it's split into two parts. Yeah. It's like, Cottonmouth dies. Yeah. Halfway through. Yeah. Huge shocker to me. Yeah. Because he dies from his cousin. Yeah. And you're like, what the fuck? Granted, I really like that twist, but I was super disappointed to see Cottonmouth go. Oh, I know. But with that, I'm like, oh, they can do something really interesting and have Mariah now take his place. Yeah. Which I thought they were going to start doing, but they don't because Diamondback shows his fucking stupid head up (laughs) and fuck botches the rest of the season up. (laughs) But yeah, but I love the dynamic between uh, Cottonmouth and Mariah because it was like they were both raised with like a certain uh, like uh, you you get like a flash, like a flashback from with a. with a Cottonmouth and Mariah where it's like they were raised to like a certain degree where she kind of they're like what was it uh Mariah's mom that uh, raised them yeah i can't remember now yeah but it's like she kind of raised them to like uh live up to a certain expectation where like Cottonmouth was always raised to be the like the crime boss and Mariah right. was always raised to be like the like the like the perfect angel senator type yeah, whatever. She, would, she wanted on to go to school and shit yeah, like that. Yeah. yeah. But then like you get to this point where it's like it actually probably should have been the other way around. Yeah. Where like their personalities matched up more with like like the opposite way. Where right. Mariah is more the crime boss. Yeah. And Cottonmouth's more of like the more of like the intellectual. Uh, yeah. 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 Man, I wish Cottonmouth didn't die. I know, and it's so good. And then the, he had to die out of, like, an incest angle, too. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but man, it's too bad. But, yeah. I mean, I, I'm i glad the show took... It took a lot of balls to kill, like, one of the best characters in there. Yeah. And if only they... Like, if Black Mariah came, became, like, the new Cottonmouth... I would love that. Yeah. I would have loved that. Yeah, I would have liked that too. Um a, a, another like aspect that I didn't like of the series, like a lot of these episodes are longer than some of the other like they're yeah. over an hour. Yeah. Not by much. Yeah. But like there's some episodes I'm like, "Oh my god, is this still going on?" <laughs> and it was even some of them like they were in the first half of the season. Like yeah. I thought like Luke Cage's origin episode took forever to get yeah. through. Like mm-hmm. I Looked at the clock a lot in that episode <laughs> because I I they, I felt like there was a lot of fat that mm-hmm. they could have trimmed 
in there. The thing I like the most about uh, Luke Cage's origin episode, though, is that like they actually show the blossoming relationship between him and the chick that I think does she end up being his wife? But it's the chick that oh maybe. But it's the chick that Jessica Jones kills in right. in her season where you're like, like you had no connection to her whatsoever when she died in that. But like right. seeing all the things that she went through with Luke Cage in this season, you're like, wow. Fuck you, Jessica Jones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. But, it, I mean, it kind of... That one almost flips the script, too, because you get to know her and like her, and then she ends up kind of not being so yeah. good. Yeah, Excuse me. Had a durst. <laughs> but, yeah, they're... I, uh... I mean, and his origin isn't, like, it's not anything different from, like, the books or whatever. It's mm-hmm. just, like, the spe- experiment to, like, heal him up, and then it goes awry, and then he's, like, invincible or whatever. Yeah. So that that's fine. Ends up getting away. What, um, is there anything you want to bring up before I want to talk about, like, the last episode and uh, the finale? Well, you brought, up, you brought up your ideas of Shades. Oh, yeah. I, I really like the guy who played Shades. Yeah. Like I'm, I've never really seen him in anything else. But yeah. like, I just like that he's just so slick, and like <laughs> knows how like this underground runs, yeah. and he never puts himself in number one. He's always hanging back in number two, to like kind of run the show behind the scenes, and he's just always calm and collected about everything. He knows how everything has to work, and like, I just really like that about him. Yeah, he's like this intermediary between like everybody yeah and he's in like, everybody's shit i love him and i just like that he's just a creepy dude yeah <laughs> i really like shit he's anyway. actually like uh he's a really the guy that plays him is like a really big part of uh sons of anarchy he's on that a lot oh yeah but um did that taint your vision of him in luke cage no like the thing that i didn't like about him in luke cage is like i Okay, yeah, he's like kind of like this, like this secondhand man or whatever. Like he kind of like hangs back, but it's like, it's hard to know like who he works for, and like, I don't know. Like I feel like everything he does like doesn't really serve like a purpose to the story altogether. He's just there, like he's just kind of like telling them the obvious, and like, I don't know. <laughs> like I didn't like. I feel like he didn't like serve much of a purpose to any to like much of the story i i don't think he served much of a purpose to cottonmouth because he was just like kind of a thorn in his side because he was kind of working for diamondback yeah but i felt like he was served a lot of a purpose when he was working more with mariah because she like yeah see i like that aspect of it like i like of if they were going to do the whole thing where, like, uh, Cottonmouth dies, like, if Mariah becomes the new Cottonmouth and then, like, he kind of becomes, like, her right-hand man where he kind of does all the dirty work. Where yeah. it's kind of like that same relationship that they had, but it's kind of flipped mm-hmm. with those two. I wouldn't have minded it so much. But then, like, you see his, like, uh, relationship with Diamondback and you're like, why are you working for him? Because you're, like, yeah, questioning but- everything he say, everything he does. But that's because Diamondback is the worst part of the show. Like, yeah. Shades is great, but, like, it felt like if they had a better Diamondback story, Shades <laughs> would have been even better. Yeah. But, like, the minute they show Diamondback, it's like, okay, this is your boss. So this is, like, where you, you kind of, like, are more restrained and, like, okay, whatever, boss, whatever you say. 
But he like questions everything he does. Yeah. And you're like, so what do you? I don't know. <laughs> like, why are you here? What do you do? <laughs> like, why are you so? Like everything he does, is like okay, yeah, it's stupid. So why do you work for him? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know, but that could be said by anybody who under Diamondback. Diamondback is just like a loose cannon who yeah. goes crazy for no reason and yeah. just fucking hates Luke Cage more than anything in the world. And I feel like Di- like Diamondback can never give a straight answer for anything. Anytime somebody asks him a question, he's like, why are you doing this? I heard this story once about a guy who walked down the a- No! To tell me why! I'm gonna tell you for 50 minutes why I yeah. fucking hate this Did you ever guy. hear the story of Hansel and Gretel about this? No! Just tell me why you're doing this! Yeah, Diamondbacks suck. <laughs> Didn't like him. Um, but yeah, I, re- I really like Shades. He's one of my favorites. Favorite things. I always... I liked it when he was on the screen. He was... My eye was drawn to him, JT. Okay. Well, I don't know. Maybe, maybe he was overshadowed by co- how much I like Cottonmouth, but I don't know. All right, man. So how did you think um, – what were your opinions on how the whole story kind of wrapped up in the last episode? Uh, I don't know. They, like – they left it o- – they definitely left it open for, like, something in the in – the, in, like, another season or whatever. I don't know. It feels like <laughs> – like when it ended, it was like nothing really. Like that whole like last part where he was fighting everybody just kind of was like for nothing. Yeah. Because everybody that he tr- they tried hard to put away got away, and then even like Diamondback after he beat the living piss out of him. Yeah. They do that like thing where like that doctor that gave Luke Cage's powers like sneaks in like, ooh, and then like closes the door. Right. Where yeah, you're like, yeah. oh great, so now he's gonna have fucking powers and right. And then uh, freaking uh, Mariah gets away with all the shit because yeah. she's has a silver tongue or whatever. Yeah. And a politician. And then Luke Cage goes back to jail. Yeah. Fucking didn't like that because, <laughs> like, that fish guy found that, like, uh, envelope full of his evidence that clears Luke Cage. So... What's the point of having Luke Cage go to jail if the next time we see him, he's just going to get right out because of this evidence? (laughs) He's got to show he's a good man. I thought it was just a shit ending. Like, everything wrapped up to be not wrapped up. It's just like, well, this is kind of where we are. Just the ends kind of fray and they go from here. Yeah. It's like... Like, they led up to this big climax... And then they do it, and then it was like, oh yeah, that was, never mind. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I didn't, I didn't like it. Um, Misty Knight, she um, coming up to the end, she like has like uh, an instance where they tease that she's gonna like lose her arm. Yeah. And I was like, oh my god, lose that arm <laughs> the whole time. I, like I'm not even like a huge Misty Knight fan, yeah. but I know that she has like a like a robotic arm yeah and just seeing like other marvel stuff mm-hmm. like the uh, the winter soldier has a metal arm yeah tony stark's an ingenious inventor oh yeah uh 
I think like Coulson has like a metal hand or a robot. Oh hand yeah, he's got a metal hand in Ains of Shield. So I'm like, we can get a metal arm in this. Like yeah. you don't even have to show that it's metal. Just be like, yeah, there's artificial skin over it, and just like when she moves it, just make it go <laughs> like. Never loses the arm. I'm like, what a fucking tease. <laughs> it's like, damn it. Yeah. I want her to lose the arm. Because even at one point, Claire says, you could lose the arm. And yeah. I'm like, oh. <laughs> Just lob it off. Get it out of there. God, that all that shit's like, it looks so brutal too. Like, yeah. When like her arm's bleeding out, like. They do an awesome job of just making her look like the most sickly, yeah. gross human being. Oh, like, my God. They gray her up she's so, so bad. so sweaty and, like, so <laughs> gross looking, and there's blood everywhere. Yeah. It's like, God. Yeah. Pretty gross. Yeah. Pretty, pretty gross. Um, anything else? Never really talked about, like, at one point in the show, like, Luke Cage gets, like, mortally wounded. Oh, yeah. That was, like, a whole thing. Like, I felt that went on a little too long, too. Yeah, I didn't feel it. I didn't personally feel like it went on too long. Like, I felt it went on, like, it went on for, like, two good, like, a two good episodes. Yeah, it where did. Where it was, like, yeah. he's just laying there just, like, ah, 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 ah. Yeah. And it was, like, that Justin Hammer weapons, or it was, like, a specific kind of bullet. Yeah, they call it the Judas. Oh, because it's made of uh, Shatari metal yeah. or whatever from the invasion or yeah. whatever. Which I was like, oh, that's cool. I think this show actually did a lot more in incorporating, like, yeah. the whole Marvel Universe as a whole. Yeah. Even up to selling bootleg videos of the <laughs> yeah of the, of the incident on uh, Street Corners. Right. You know what they never did, though? They never referenced the Incredible Hulk movie because in the Incredible Hulk, he fights Abomination in Harlem. Yeah. Never say anything about it. <laughs> they destroy Main Street Harlem. <laughs> don't say shit at all. I don't know if Marvel is just trying to make people forget about the Incredible Hulk, but they bring it up the Avengers. Yeah. When he says, like, I broke Harlem. Yeah. Like, so I think. That's not that far away removed from this. I don't know, man. Missed opportunity. Uh, Will Smith came through with a bunch of denuralizers. And... <laughs> <laughs> well, that makes sense, I guess. <laughs> um, But yeah, that's pretty... I, I think we covered a lot of Luke Cage here. Yeah. JT. So overall, what do you? What would you give Luke Cage? Or what's your overall oh, synopsis? Man. Luke Cage, I think... Like uh, like I said, that that beginning is so strong. It was like pretty much up there is like my favorite one of all, out of all of them. And then it just gets so batshit crazy near the end. It's so hard to. Um, I think I'd give it like a B minus. Yeah. Yeah. I probably would give it a C C plus somewhere around there. All right. Like I felt like this is my least favorite entry in the Netflix stuff. Okay. There was a, and it was so hard to say that <laughs> because there's a lot of stuff individually that I can pick out and really like. Yeah. Like, I love the music choices. I like Mike Coulter as Luke Cage. I liked Pop. I like Cottonmouth. I like Mariah's taking over for yeah. somewhat of like all that stuff. I like Shades. But like, I'd never felt like it was cohesively put together and like delivered well. Yeah. 
And, like, there's episodes... Like, I, I told you, like, there's many episodes I was just watching the clock. I'm like, is this still going on? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. So I just... I don't know. I feel like this is the weakest, weakest entry. I don't know if I would say it's the weakest. Because, I don't know. Like, that... As as much as I loved Daredevil season one, season two just felt like it drug on way too long. Yeah, I I agree. And like it, I don't know, like season two felt like a big cock tease for like a bunch of cool stuff, and then they just kept focusing on like really weird things that I didn't really care about. And then the way they fucking, ugh, the way they fucking <laughs> do Nobu in that fucking season pisses me off so much. Yeah, I I mean I guess I wasn't connected as much as you were to Nobu, but the, well, oh my god, the fact that he was such a fucking he was such a foil for Daredevil in the first season. Yeah. And then they had him come back and you're like, "Oh shit, it's going down now because right. he's so like now he's pissed." Yeah. He's so and then they they kill him so easily. Yeah, Stick just chops his head off. And I'm like, "God damn it." <laughs> I I don't know. I like, think maybe Daredevil Two had more just going on. So all much- the hand stuff, everything they do with the hand feels so weird. And like, like they had the Punisher, but like he never really did anything. Like those first like two or three episodes, he's there and he does cool stuff. And then it's just like, well, we'll just have him in the background, yeah, <laughs> and do all this hand stuff, which I, I don't know, for some reason I never really fully got into. Yeah, I. I was into it a little more, like, I think the, the Punisher was in, like, the first five episodes, maybe. I want to say it was three. No, and then because he went to I jail. think episode, f- no, no, that wasn't that. It was more than that. It was, I think it was three, and then he went to jail, and it's just waiting for his trial, waiting for his trial. Now he's in jail. Then he has that cool scene, and then he's, and then uh, he gets out, and then he disappears, and then he shoots somebody at the end. Yeah. <laughs> But I know it. the season was Punisher heavy, and then it switches to Elektra. And that can't be just the fourth episode they switched I wanna to I want to say Elektra. it's three. Because I remember, I think I watched all the Punisher episodes in one day, and I wouldn't have watched five all in a row. Hmm. I'm not sure. I can't argue against you right now. <laughs> but I don't know. There there are, like, lulls, definitely, in season two of Daredevil. I definitely... I I don't know. I'd say season two of Daredevil is like the weakest for me. Yeah. Well, I got to teach his own. I didn't. I wouldn't score it much higher. Than, yeah. Than uh, Luke Cage. I don't know. Just. Uh, but th- that- I mean, there was a lot of. I felt like there were parts of Daredevil season two though that I liked more as a whole than I liked of some of Luke Cage. Yeah. Uh, it, it, the, even though the first half of Luke Cage, we both agree that it's pretty strong. Yeah. I felt there were some weak episodes in there as well. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, oh, my God. Like, just get it over with. Yeah. So. But with Luke Cage, I feel like like with like the, the whole, like, sense of community type thing, like, that really drew me to it. Like, actually feeling like there's something to fight for here as opposed to cool fight. Like, let's do this cool fight. Like, yeah. Why? I don't know. There's a pit there. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Like uh, a blood coffin. Yeah. <laughs> like with Luke Cage, it felt like there is like a feel like I could feel for what he's trying to do and what he's trying to fight for. And yeah. like with Daredevil, it just they tried to introduce so many weird things in that second season. I'm just like, 
Why? What's what is this? What's happening? Hmm. Mild disagree. Okay. But I don't completely disagree. Okay. There we go. You just don't want another Batman v Superman. No, like because I see your I see your points and I agree with them, but I they don't bother me as much as they they grind it on you. I guess. Yeah. So that's it. All right. That's it. That's that'll do it. People out there, tell us what you thought of Luke Cage. It's been out for two weeks. Hopefully, you got through it all. We would, yeah. I would. I would more than happy. <laughs> To read anything on the show, what you would think oh, or totally. what you thought in general. Because I've heard mixed reviews all over the board. There yeah. are people that think this is the best entry, and I'm like, no way. I won't say it's the best. No. I don't. I still haven't been. I really like Daredevil season one, even though I think it runs a little long. Yeah. And there are really a lot of parts of Jessica Jones that I really like. Yeah. David Tennant stuff is just like yeah. the best part. It's definitely between season one of Daredevil and Jessica Jones. It's very close because yeah. I don't know those fight scenes in Daredevil season one are so good, but then the Jessica Jones stuff is just so I don't know. Yeah, it's, ugh, it's so good, so good. So let us know. We would love to know. I I want to know. Same. <laughs> well, <laughs> what uh, what have you been into besides? Luke Cage. Man, I haven't watched too much. Uh, I started watching a little bit of uh, Netflix put out like a series called Easy. Oh yeah, I wanted Netflix. to check that out. It's kind of like I think it's like an eight-part uh, anthology series. It's like all different stories, and um, yeah, I watched like the first three episodes of it right now, and it's pretty good. The first episode is like kind of depressing. It's okay. like pretty much you're watching like a 15 year marriage fall apart because of a small conversation at a party. Oh shit! <laughs> yeah, cool. <laughs> but it's like, yeah, but it's it, it kind of makes you think. Like it's really, it was really good. There's like, there's definitely like ep- some episodes better than others, but no, it's it's interesting to watch. Right on. And um, other than that, watching more Twilight Zone. Nice. Good stuff. Still good. Still good. Great. Um, I've been watching a lot of CW stuff. My fucking I God. couldn't. Te- I couldn't tell. <laughs> My God. So CW just started last week with their new seasons of stuff. Yeah. So I caught the first episode of Flash. Actually, I caught the first two episodes of Flash because the other one was last night. So I watched it this morning. Yeah. I watched the first episode of Arrow. Okay. And I watched the first episode of Supergirl. Okay. Like debuted this week. Um all pretty strong entries. Mm-hmm. But you know what I liked the most was probably Arrow, surprisingly. Oh. And I've like I've fallen off Arrow almost completely, but they almost are going back to the original formula in that episode. Like he's more of a dick. And I think I like it. <laughs> like, uh, I don't know. Like, uh, I maybe I haven't seen, because I haven't seen it all the way through, I haven't seen, like, everybody's where, why that guy's not there anymore, whatever. Mm-hmm. And there, I've listened to some reviews of it that are like, um, yeah, because of this, they're just kind of retreading some of this other stuff. But, like, I thought it was the strongest entry so far. Oh, geez. Followed by Supergirl, who has uh, Superman in the first two episodes. Yeah. Well, the and the one next week, they'll have Superman again. I really like 
the guy who plays Superman. Ooh. Really strong Superman. He's oh, like nice, like the way Henry Cavill is not. <laughs> and he's like charming, like really good. I think the effects are better that it's on the CW Yeah, right now. Um, even though they really put a lot of money in the first few episodes. So oh, yeah. we'll see how it goes. Mm-hmm. It's funny. And like Supergirl, I watched all of season one. And it's like their base of operations for like this department of extra normal activity or whatever is in like this mountain. There's like in a cave essentially. And then in this first episode, it's like there's a just a high rise building that's the DOA and they go in it and uh, Supergirl's like, wait, there's one of these just right in town and I had to go to the mountains all the time. And they're like, yeah. And it's because (laughs) now they're filming in Toronto, so they have a new set. And so, like, everybody's there like, yeah, we've always had one here. And they're like, I'm like, you sons of bitches trying to pull the wool over everybody's eyes. They just had to build a new set. So that's that's pretty funny. Um, And The Flash, like, as big of a thing that they do, they're trying to start, like, their, they did, like, a Flashpoint episode where he changes time. Yeah. Only did it for one episode. <laughs> that was the first episode that they did, and then he goes and like reverts time back to what he thinks would fix it. He didn't really fix it. Like he gets it close, and there's like just ripples throughout like the rest of the CW shows from here on out. Like it mostly just affects like the Flash, yeah. but like on the outliers of like. Arrow, there's very subtle differences of what happened. Ooh. And, like, who knows what's going to happen in Legends of Tomorrow, whatever. I don't know. I probably won't watch the show. <laughs> but, um, like, in for instance, in Arrow, John Diggle, his, like, bodyguard partner, had a daughter yeah. with this other, uh, his wife who's in the military. Yeah. But now, because the Flashpoint happened, he changed the timeline. He has a son instead of a daughter. And that son, I guess, was in Legends Tomorrow last season was the new Green Arrow in the future. Okay. And so now it's changed the timeline. So, like, now he has a son that's going to grow up to be Green Arrow. Who knows if that's ever. I can already tell nobody cares. (laughs) I definitely don't care. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm going to tell you right now, Arrow was the strongest one, followed by Supergirl and The Flash. I need to pick it up, JT. Damn it, damn it, Flash. You could have said any one of them would have been fine. Fine, okay. <laughs> damn it, all of it. Also been continuing my trek into Smallville at night. I've been you still using the hashtag Smallville on Hulu. Okay. If you want to check out whatever. I feel like I'm the only one using it at this point. Because <laughs> I went to go see the top tweets for that hashtag, and I've been the last eight. <laughs> <laughs> so, but some people are behind it. I've gotten some people who, like, do Smallville-exclusive podcasts be like, totally agree, dude, or... I'm like, ah, boy, yeah, good for you, whatever, man. man. You do a podcast on a Smallville who ended, like, ten years ago. Get a fucking life, idiot. And, um, otherwise, uh, just been catching up on Last Man on Earth, the new episodes, and Son of Zorn, which is still pretty good. Yeah. Oh, I, uh, uh, I've been, uh, watching The Exorcist. Uh-huh. Still really good. Yeah? Yeah. I'm actually pretty, actually pretty behind Exorcist. Yeah? I'm kind of digging it. Um, surprisingly, Chelsea hasn't gone back and watched The Good Place 
Yeah. I know. I haven't gotten around to it either. And I thought I'd be catching that as I come back home from work, but yeah. I haven't. So. Yeah. And uh, yeah. watch the second episode of Westworld. I haven't yet to do that. I was going to try to do I that think it's, soon. Yeah. I think it's coming along pretty well. Okay. I, I'm definitely... I don't know. It's, I don't think it's going to give you the answers that you want, Troy. Oh, that's what I want, JT. But uh, it's good. It's the it's the episode that I wanted, the one with the the uh, 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 fucking uh, McBoyle brother. Okay. Going in, like actually seeing it, like somebody who's just starting out, like how their first experience there is like. So you got what you wanted. Yeah. Very good. But well, uh, no, it's really interesting. I'm I'm a hundred percent behind Westworld. I'm really digging it. Right on. Well, JT, if people want to give you what you want even more, where can they do that? Give it to Murray at <laughs> Bucky for everyone on Twitter. Also, Bucky for everyone on Instagram and Hey Why Not Snapchat. Uh, you can find me at Short of the Max Extreme. You can find us both at Off Podcast on Twitter. If you're into the Facebook thing, you can do that at facebook.com slash offtopicpodcast, where I usually post all the new shows up every single week. Uh, you can find all of our episodes, past, present, and future, on soundcloud.com slash offtopicpodcast. You can also find us on iTunes, Google Play, and what else? Stitcher hasn't gotten back to me yet. so Fucking Stitcher. They said that it was going to... I would know in 48 hours, and it's been a week. You sons of bitches. So maybe I'll just go and follow up on that. But you can find us on all those platforms right now. Uh, And if you have a uh, little thing more to say, that's 140 characters, you can do so at ReviewReviewPod at gmail.com. Yes. I didn't get to check any uh, comments this morning, so I don't know if anyone wrote in. I don't think they did. I would have gotten an, uh, an alert on my phone. Got a bloop bloop. If that uh, Gmail was hit up, so all right. Well, twas not. Hopefully next time, next you time. losers. Next time, well, JT. That's the show. All right. Any ideas for next week, Troy? I don't. Did we have some set up for next week already? Uh, I had the idea of uh, because a uh, Swiss Army Man came out. Oh yeah, that's right. And since uh, you know, he went into that trouble of trying to pose as somebody who's actually important. That's right. To set up a private screening. Right. At an AMC theater. <laughs> uh, you know, maybe we might as well watch it. Low point of my life. <laughs> you know what? I figured all uh, they could say, the le- the, the worst they could say was no. And instead they, did. they just hung up. <laughs> At least they could say, yeah, the worst they could say is no. And then you found out the worst was nothing at all. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, let's just shoot for a Swiss Army Man next all week. Right. That'd be fun. Yeah. Sweet. I'm for it. Right on, man. Right. Boners. On. Boners aplenty. Right. Boners and farting. Boner, boner farts. Boner farts. <laughs> I love it. Can't wait. Great. Well, we did a good one. That's a lot of news. A lot of news. So much happened this last week. Yeah. Too much of it involving WB or a CW. Yes. <laughs> a little, little too, mu- a little too much. Don't disagree. <laughs> a little too much. <laughs> well, next I'm, week, who knows? I might have went into a coma halfway through some of that <laughs> well, CW I news. jumped right into Supergirl, and I could already see you glazed over like, God, fuck this guy. I was getting into a coma. I was like, <laughs> I was borderline comatose by the end of that Supergirl news. <laughs> 
All right, well, everyone, that's the show. Uh, join us next week where we cover Swiss Army Man. Until yes. then, I'm Tor the Max Extreme. I'm JT3K. And we are